Welcome to the Shift Podcast. In competition, transitions are all around you, and then it can either make or break you as an athlete and as a team. And the reality is the same is true in life. Change, transitions are inevitable. Here at Shift, we are focusing on assisting athletes through successful transition in life and in the sport. You have the opportunity to hear stories of these athletes, the ups and downs, the struggles, and the successes that they've experienced along the way, as well as share their story of transition to life after playing their sport professionally at an elite level. Hello, my name is Jonathan Van Horn, along with former pro soccer players Wells Thompson and Michael LaHood. We are excited to be able to journey with you in this process of athlete transition. Enjoy today's episode. Before we jump into our episode today, uh, Wells and I just wanted to give a quick shout out and thank you to our listeners. You guys have been amazing. We are going into today our 10th episode. Super stoked for that. But we have people from all over the world, from Japan to Germany uh, to Chile, France, Spain, as well as a quick little special shout out to Isaac in Panama. Appreciate you reaching out directly and connecting to us and uh, letting us know how much you've appreciated the podcast, how it's encouraged you and built into you and your life. Uh, also, we have people from over 30 states in the U.S. that have tuned in and listened. Thank you so much for reviewing, for downloading, for subscribing to the podcast. We are really grateful for you and for the support and love that you've shown to, to Wells, Michael, and I. Uh, now on to today's episode, we have Matt Pickens. Uh, from attending Merrimack Community College to being selected in the first round of the 2004 MLS draft, Pickens then went on to have an impressive pro career spanning 16 seasons in Major League Soccer, the North American Soccer League, as well as the United Soccer League. He even went out with a bang. Last year, 2019, he was the Golden Glove Award winner, the top goalkeeper in the USL Championship. So going out on top in that regard. Uh, he has now since transitioned as the goalkeeping coach for Nashville SC in the Major League Soccer. Uh, Pickens opens up about just competing on the field, what he learned as an athlete, and sort of his mindset and mentality going in as a pro, as well as what's helped him transition to coaching and now building into these young athletes. Pickens is honest, he's authentic, and he shares about the family dynamics to showing up every day and giving your best, as well as how to navigate the ups and downs that life and sport throws at you. Enjoy the show. So we'll just jump right into it, man. So you just got done playing 16 years, just retired, although you were goalkeeper of the year last year uh, for yeah. Nashville. And so, Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Yeah, man. <laughs> so you're, you're coaching with Nashville, right? Yep, yep, full-time goalkeeper coach, yeah. And so you've been retired for what? Uh, Six months? About eight months. Eight months. About eight months death, yeah. Eight months. So, 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 how has the transition been just from during that six months? Like, has it been difficult? Do you, I mean, goalkeeper of the year? Do you are you like, man, I could, I'm better than these guys. I'm training, so I should, I should just fucking <laughs> play. Or what? Yeah, I man, I had my days. I had my days where I wanted to rip my coaching shirt off and and, and get in and play a little bit. But um, I mean, I'm fully aware of what's going on. You know, I think um, you know, for me, I was able to decide what I wanted to do. I wasn't forcing anything, you know, um, which makes the process a whole lot easier um, to kind of go on your terms and, yeah. and be in control of that situation. I think it's mentally easier to handle versus um, an injury or, or um, just anything else that would cause you to retire. Um, yeah. I mean, um, it's been, it's been an interesting year to be a full-time coach um, dealing with um you know, the elephant in the room in the world right now and, and um, trying to get back to playing again, normality, all that jazz. 
I would say on top of that, a great, a great time to retire because uh, being a player right now is, is, is very difficult. And, um, yeah. um, you know, hats off to, to, to the athletes that are trying to, trying to, trying to navigate through this thing and, and, um, you know, and, 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 and do your job, apply your trade, you know, um, you know, for me personally, um, you know, it's been a transition, but it hasn't been as tough as I thought it would be. And I think that's due to the fact that I'm still fully connected to the team that I played for, um, fully connected to the the schedule, the daily schedule, the everyday grind. I'm still in it with the, you know, with the players. Um, I just, I step back and teach now and, and, and I'm not, I'm not there, um, you know, per se involved in the game. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm more involved in the prep now and, and um, you know, trying to make better, better players um, with my experiences. So having said that, it's been, it's, it's, it's been a better transition than I thought it actually would be, um, you know, and, and um, yeah. So are, you, are you enjoying that aspect of the game, the coach? I mean, I think that, you, you know, you see, you think it like would translate as if you're a good player, you'd be a good coach, but we all know and we could, because we've seen some examples that. Very different. A, a lot of good, great players aren't good coaches. And I mean, I've, I've seen that in my career and when I coached for a little bit after I played and what have you? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what's given me a good platform is the last two years of my playing career, I was doing both. I was a, a I was a player coach and I got to um, kind of understand um, that I'm not dealing with a player that's like me. I'm not dealing with a player that has the same um, attributes as me or strengths or weaknesses as me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm now dealing with people that are a younger generation that, that have worked differently, that have been raised a little bit differently. And, and um, you, have to, you have to accommodate for that. You have to understand that first of all, um, and, and and just because that maybe my approach um, worked for me, it's not going to necessarily work for somebody else. And you have to kind of read that. Um, you have to um, be a little bit more um, nurturing, I think, with with the newer generation. Um, you know, it's more of um, encouragement type type motivation than than a discipline type motivation. I've noticed that those type of younger generation players get most out of more of like a positive reinforcement encouragement than, than maybe, um, you know, with the whip. Yeah. A little whip. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, of course I bring that out when I need to, um, but everything's situational and it can't be the same for, 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 for each goalkeeper and, and, and each player. Um, you just got to kind of read the scenario and, and and see what fits in that moment and fits with that player and that mentality and and um, how how to how to really put them in their path, you know, because because we're all going forward, right? We're all going forward in a lane, but that lane can veer off for for each each person, and you just got to you got to recognize those moments mm -hmm. and you got to recognize how to um, you know it's the same thing with kids. I mean, you and I have kids now, and 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 they're all different and, and, and you almost got to touch and go with, with, with how their personalities are from, from one to two to two to three, they're, they're a little bit different. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta read those moments and you gotta know when to step on and when to step off.
Hey, Matt, just curious, like in, in light of that, and you said you were in a player coaching role the last couple of years playing professionally. What's been mm -hmm. one of the significant uh, adjustments or shifts that you've made in the last eight months, just in light of now full-time coaching, not playing, not in that grind, but sort of still in the grind, but just a different perspective. What have you learned about yourself as a result of, of that change that's helping you grow as a leader, as a coach, as a husband, as a father, as a man? Like what, what are some of the things that you're like, you know, I, this, is, this is really helping me develop in who I am? Um, so now it's, now it's me taking care of other people now instead of me taking care of myself. You know, I think that's, you know, as players, um, when you're, when you are a professional and, and I know people say it all the time, like you, you have to be selfish and it's so hard to do, but like, you can't, you can't be a successful athlete unless you take care of yourself. You know, I mean, growing, you know, you know my last few years, especially when I've had kids you know, it's been tough, like summer times, you know, I want to go to the pool dad. Okay. I go to the pool with mom. Cause I'm not going to go. I just spent the last four hours out in the sun. I'm, you know, I, and I got to train tomorrow. I got a game or something. And, and, yeah. and, and those are the things that you, you realize now that they're really, really important and that you need to give back to your family as well. Cause obviously ultimately that's going to help you as well. It's going to help you professionally as well. If things aren't right in the cave, then how do you expect to go out of the cave and, 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 and be able to, to, to give the players, yeah. And, and, and the people you're working with, your best, you know, um, if you got things on your mind and that's, um, and it's a balance, right? It's, 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 it's life. It's not always rosy. It's not always, uh, glamorous. You know, you got to work through the problems. And I think one of the things that, that I've learned a lot is, is, is just kind of how to problem solve instead of, yeah. you know, we talk about here a lot, like instead of complaining, you know, you, you, you open your mouth to complain why don't you open your mouth to, to, to help solve the problem, you know? So it's, 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 um, it's one of the things to where you got to switch those mentalities and you become a problem solver now on, on, you know, with the team about how to get them right and how to, how to prepare them and, and, and make them successful and ultimately make the team successful. Yeah, that's good. How, how have you made a, an adjustment like with, especially like at home? Cause there's a lot of guys that are in your shoes where they're trying to figure out how to be a, not only just, play professional at a high level, but also be a dad, be a husband. A lot of our listeners are in that same situation. So what are some of the things that you've done just practically to help invest yeah. back into the family? Well, that's 100% is, is, is that now, now I don't have to worry so much about my body, um, specifically what I eat, all that jazz. Now, now, now it's more like, Hey guys, what do you want to do today? after school, what do you guys want to do? You want to go outside? You want to go do this? I mean, you got to give them your time. You are that, mm -hmm. I mean, you have so many roles and so many hats you got to play. You know, when you come home, let's, let's leave it there. Let's leave it at the door yeah. and, and, you know, start giving them, you know, your time now, all that, all mm -hmm. that time that you lost, that you were traveling and you couldn't do and you couldn't give, you know, and now, now let's give back to them a little bit. And, um, you know, it's been really fulfilling the last, you know, you know we have a lot more time at home now. <laughs> more than yeah you know and then of course you're like oh my gosh okay i need to get outside now you guys yeah, stay outside. You, yeah. outside. you know i mean that's i mean we're human right but, so yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's natural you know but i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't give that time back for anything whether it gets frustrating at the time or not you know work through the problems get through it mm -hmm. help each other out support each other um you know that's what everything's about you know you gotta you gotta wear these hats and you gotta wear them the right way mary good woman Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Listen, all the 
Yeah, I mean, all the, you know, all the years that, you know, I played, I played a long time, you know, we had Camille almost nine years ago now. And, wow. and I mean, through those nine years, I mean, she, 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 she took all the work on her shoulder and, and uh, lit it up, you know, so she's, she's still doing that now. Um, she's getting a little bit help from me now. So, uh, so hopefully she's thankful for that. And um, yeah, she's, she's been solid, solid as a rock. Wouldn't, wouldn't trade her for anything. I mean, it doesn't work, right? It doesn't work unless you have that. I mean, the balance has to be there. Um, you know, you go back to the team aspect of things. Things have to be supported. Things have to be balanced. You know, everyone's got to do their part. So, um, yeah, she took a big chunk of that part and, 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 and let me be me and, and uh, be who I was for, you know, for the time I was playing. And, um, you know, can't trade that for anything, you know, so. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I think when, when people hear Matt Pickens 16 years playing professionally, um, MLS, did you get caps representing the country? No, I didn't get capped. I was, I was called in about three or four camps, uh, but I was never capped. But, I mean, just to be part of those processes, those yeah. camps, the mentality, the players, um, representing your country, all that, you know, it, I mean, even if it was just to come in and train and not be selected, it, it's, it's – um, you know, it's another level, you know, it's another level and the guys that, that have been capped, you know, you understand why they have been, you know, good, good, solid players, um, good yeah. men, good no, people. Been capped. And I was asking him, mean, I've never done that. I've never got caught into yeah. a national team and we understand it's a different level. And I think that's obviously yeah. viewers and people and we, we see you and what you've accomplished and we kind of subconsciously think it's been easy. <laughs> And so when, yeah. I was doing, when I was doing research on you, I didn't actually know that you went to a community college before yep. you went to Missouri State. Yeah. Um, it's a very general question, but um, – and then you played in all over the world. You were in England, Scotland, uh, in mm. MLS throughout, and a bunch of different teams. Um, yep. Has your journey been easy, man? Um, no, but, I mean, but that's the beauty of it. I mean, you got – listen, I always tell these guys now, like, I'm going to – I'm going to do my best to challenge you because number one, if nobody's challenging you in training and no one's challenging the way that you're thinking and your thought process and your training, how are you ever going to grow and get better? You don't, we never grow without challenges. Right. And that goes with anything, anything in life. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, my whole mentality growing up was, all right, let's, let's, let's challenge yourself, see where it goes, adjust as accordingly. But listen, I came from a, you know, a, a town that was a small rural Missouri outside St. Louis, um, hardworking people. Um, you, you work and then you get what you get from your work, you know? So there was no anything handed to you, you know? And, 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 and I don't expect that. I never expected that. Um, so my journey um, coming out of high school was, I was always kind of the underdog, but I was getting, I was getting some looks. I was getting some offers. You know, I had some, I had an offer to go to SLU. I had an offer to go to Creighton. I did have an offer to go to um, Missouri State right out of high school as well. Um, knowing that I wasn't going to get a full scholarship, I didn't come from a lot of money. Um, I'm going to pay for my own stuff. And, you know, I, I take pride in taking care of my own, my own stuff at anything. I just take care of it. I, I just don't like to ask for help. That's maybe, um, um, an issue because some people are like you need to ask for help for sometimes but <laughs> that's besides the point you know, <laughs> I, I struggle with that man you know i cut my grass every day and you know i don't i don't, 
you know, half the people in my neighborhood now, I mean, they got people cutting the grass. And I'm just like, it's just go out there and cut your dang grass, man. <laughs> it's, it's easy. But anyway, um, yeah. But that mentality has served you well. That's just me. Yeah, yeah that's just me. You know, I just, I just grind through the work. If I can do it myself, I'm going to do it, right? So, anyway, uh, you know, I got to pay for my college. Um, I wasn't going to come in as a freshman and be a starter at SLU, possibly at Creighton. Um, Missouri State, they had an All-American goalkeeper that's going to be a senior. So, I wasn't going to be starting there. Um, so, I went ahead and said, listen, I'm probably going to commit to you guys, Missouri State but I'm going to go here first because I knew uh, my club coach at uh, Bush soccer club in St. Louis was, was coaching the uh, Merrimack um, community college in St. Louis. And we had a lot of our guys from our, from our club team go right there. So if you know anything about St. Louis soccer, it's Bush and it's Gallagher. And then they end up merging and then now they're called St. Louis Gallagher. So it's, it's all the same club now, but at the time, I wanted to go and play and play games. I, 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 that's the only way you're going to get better. I don't want to go and sit. You know, I'm going to go and play games. So what I ended up doing is I ended up playing playing there for for a year. We ended up going to the Nationals. Uh, I think eight teams made it in the Nationals. Um, I think we ended up being, getting fourth place back then. Um, and then I went on to Missouri State as a sophomore being the starter. So it was it, – it, it worked out well. But obviously, you know, I see a pitcher – I try to find a lane to go into and how I think it will work out. And it, you know, it worked out that way. I just figured, all right, all Americans going to be out the door and now it's my time to come in. I'm going to get his scholarship. Now I can pay for my school now. And, and, and there we go. So, um, yeah, I mean, it worked out. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you kind of see a vision, you kind of see how things are going to work out and you just try to aim towards, toward, towards where you think that's going to go. Yeah. Um, you know, you try to work on your intuition, your gut. I think those always serve you well in most cases. Um, but you got to read those little things. And, yeah, I went from there. And, and um, if you want me to go through the whole other processes, I will. But, yeah. Hey, Matt, just and one of the things that with that was SHIFT, it's, it's an acronym. And the I in SHIFT is imagine the future. Like one of the things that I think that allows has allowed you to be successful, I think athletes and just people in general, is when you can have a vision of, of really of where you want to go. So yeah. people say, hey, enjoy the journey. Yes, enjoy the journey. But you also have to have a destination. And it seems yeah. like you've had some of that just as you're with university. Is that something that's, that's been successful, allowed you to be successful along your pro career as well? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, you kind of see things and you kind of, you know, I always try to be in control of, of my career. And I know it's very hard to do. Um, and Wells will tell you that as well. Professionally, it's so hard to, you know, because you're at the mercy of so many higher ups. But you try to do the best of being in control of your own career. And I always try to try to, to, to do that, you know, cause that's ultimately what's going to make you happy, you know? And I think if you can put yourself in a position to keep playing, um, you're going to have setbacks along the way, but if you have a setback, how can you either fight that setback and understand that there's still a, you know, there's still a window for you to stay in that situation or you just kind of read the cards and say, there's nothing here for me. Let's move on and, and move on to the next thing in the career and, and the next phase of life, you know, and, um, you know, and, and also it has to do with little things, like these, you know, these little battles and these little victories that I've had as, as being younger and maybe being the underdog to saying, oh, well, Matt's not going to make it here. And okay, Matt did make it there. And, you know, I take notes of that myself and say, well, you know, I attacked, I attacked this and this is what I got because of it. Now I go to the next thing. This is what I attacked and this is what I got because of it. So, you know, there's little things like that, that I can have confidence in myself and my ability and 
my way of thinking and the trajectory of where I want to go to understand that I have a chance or I don't have a chance and I can be in control of that. And I think that's, it's really important to happiness too, especially in, 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 in soccer where Wells can tell you that it's so hard to control a lot of things, but um, if you can read things the right way and you can, you know, and you, and you have that courage and that confidence to pick up and move and, and, and not be stuck in a situation where your career is just going to be having this wheel spin, then, um, then, uh, then you do that, you know, you just try to be in control as much as possible. And I think that's what ultimately is going to, going to make you have a yeah. happy and successful career at the end of it. Yeah. And it seems, it seems just uh, hearing you talking though, you and I have just met really for the first time. Like we met, you know, our paths across at some point in time when you're playing in Tampa or, or in yeah. Nashville last year, but it seems like you really, you have a good grip and understanding of who you are. You know, and yeah, that's I think another thing that's really it's important is from an identity standpoint is understanding who you are, how you're wired, how you're created to be able to make those decisions. So what, what's been some of the things that the introspectively that you've done to be able to understand that? Because you're, you're more than you're more than just an athlete. You're not just a goalkeeper. You know, so yeah. what are some of the things that you've done to really introspectively look like this is what makes Matt Pickens Matt Pickens? Yeah. And I think that has to go with the experiences, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's so easy to not go away to college, not, not do this, not do that. But like I said, these little challenges that if you take that step to that challenge and you come out on the other side and you have an answer, it's an answer that it worked or an answer that it didn't. Now, if you do it the first time and it's a, it's a, it's a negative, it's a negative, it's, it's okay, but you're still going to learn something from it. You're going to see yeah, that's good. what you're made about and what you can and what you can attack. I mean, listen, the athlete's mentality is similar to military mentality. I mean, it's so it's, it's, it's grind, it's setback, it's keep grinding, it's positive, it's negative. I mean, it's a roller coaster. Now, if you can understand what you can and can't handle and, and, and self-awareness, um, self-discipline, self-control, all that type of stuff, if you had that all bottled up and you can do that and you can have that control, um, you know, you can do a lot of positive things in my opinion, you know, and it's not just, it's not just being an athlete, but anything in life. Yeah. Um, you know, just growing up reading a lot of books on, you know, Michael Jordan per se, you know, growing up, um, his type of mentality, winning mentality, even, even Lance Armstrong before all this stuff came out. I mean, yeah, Lance is known as a cheater, but Lance still had a very, very, very strong mentality. Yeah, he did. And that has nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with steroids. That has nothing to do with, with performance enhancing drugs. It has to do with uh, competitiveness. Um, I'm going to beat you. This is how I'm going to beat you. Um, listen, at the end of the day, you can say what you want about Lance. Yeah, he cheated. Half the half the writers probably cheated too. It's fine, but listen, his mentality. If you read some of his books, I mean, that guy was a killer. I mean, his his mentality as an athlete was phenomenal. And you know, and these are the type of things that you know you, you just had to be strong mentally. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's so hard to say how do you get strong mentally? It's through these little battles. It's through extending yourself. Get, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. Um, just just pushing through things. You know, just working through them, pushing through them. Um, that's the only way I've ever done it. And that's the only way that, you know, you just get back to work, you know, yeah. you gotta, I always say with my keepers too now is like, listen, what, what, what helped me was fall, you know, I call it falling in love with the grind. You know, it's, it's, it's called enjoying your work. Like 
whatever it is, the sweat, mm. the push, like whatever it is, you, you have to fall in love with that. Otherwise, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I always say that too. You know, it's a, it's a, so say, it's a say, say that again, a little slower though. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. It's a, like it's that. a quote that I got in college from, from a guy named Rick Perry, um, who was our um, strength and conditioning coach. Okay. Um, that's good. That's I, believe, good. I believe he's at Notre Dame now. I'm, I'm, I'm not positive, but um, he was there. So, you know, it goes a long way. Your mentality is, is everything, you know, it's everything in, in, in sports and, and where you want to go. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've seen a constant theme with everybody we've had. I mean, we were talking to Omar last week and just talking about his, you know, he's from Jamaica. He's smiling all the time. Like he's, and, and he's a human being, right? So he, he has oh, yeah. disappointments and he has setbacks and he, he gets angry from time to time. But a common theme that stood out is that mentality of, I'm going to make the best of whatever's thrown my way, right? Like if lemons come away, I'm going to yeah. make lemonade. And, uh, yeah. and so, I mean, I, you see that in your life. And one thing that really sticks out to me, I don't know if you've read his book, Jocko Willink, uh, Discipline Equals Freedom. And yeah. so discipline, like you rubbing the, uh, the ointments on your knees, you taking ice baths, like you doing your prep work and stretching. I mean, that, that's one thing I yeah. think about your career is you did everything you had to do to create those little advantages to make sure that you could play for 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's a, it's all about prepping. Like you just can't, you know, what bothers me about some, some athletes and everybody, but it, but it, it, it's in every locker room is the guy that shows up about 30 minutes before you go outside, half the bag will hang out of his mouth 10 minutes before he goes outside and he goes outside and trains, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's the night before, what time am I waking up? What am I eating? What time am I getting at the stadium? What am I doing when I get there? It's all about putting your, your mentality in the right frame of mind, you know? Um, I think that goes along. Working hard too, you know? Yeah, but, but it's, it's, it's preparing yourself for what you're about to do. It's not, it's not like, oh, I'm just showing up and we're going to go outside and play, you know, five side soccer. I mean, this is your job. This is what you get paid to do. This is what puts food on the, on on the table for your kids. You know? Um, I mean, I do have that old school mentality like that, but I, I just think up here, if you're, if you're fully aware of what you're about to do and what you what you want to do and how you want to, how you want to advance in your career, it's got to start daily, every day on what you're doing, you know? And I mean, I remember like, I remember like day of games, like, listen, I'm going to go walk. I'm going to wake up at eight o'clock. I'm going to go walk. I'm going to go take a 20 minute walk. I mean, this is even like at home game, take 20 minute walk, come back. You know, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to have a snack. I never really sleep because I'm not a good napper, so I never really slept much. But I know, like, I sleep, you know, but I would make sure that, like, hey, I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm not going to be on screens. You know, I'm going to just make sure. Maybe I'll close my eyes and visualize for about 30 minutes on some stuff because, you know, I don't want a screen or a TV or anything to to, to, to mess with my eyes because I got to track balls tonight. And I got to track players tonight, you know. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, yeah. I was, it's almost like an OCD thing, you know, and, yeah. and so it's, it's working smart and working hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's trying to be efficient with what you're doing, your time as well. I mean, if this is your job, this is what you want to do in your life. This is what you have to sacrifice. This is what you're going to have to do to be successful. Listen, there's some guys that could have a cigarette for training and go right out and just be, be a natural. I'm not a natural. I always had to work for everything. You did too. 
You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's 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 like I said, hard work beats talent. When talent doesn't work hard, that talent doesn't work hard. That guy that's working hard is going to be that talented guy, hundred percent every day. I fully yeah. believe that. So, you know, that mentality is hard to turn off and turn on, but it's something that 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 we um, that some of us have no option to do if we want to be successful. Yeah. So uh, just curious, curious with uh, with that mentality. How how have you seen that mentality uh, positively impact your life off the field? So within your marriage, with your family, uh, relationships with extended family, or just friends? How have you seen yeah. that same well, perspective? Some, yeah. Well, sometimes it hasn't. Sometimes okay. it's like sometimes it's you know I'm too rigid. You know, maybe I'm you know where my wife says you need to chill out a little bit. Like, <laughs> and, and 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 she's right. And she's yeah. right. Like. So, and it is hard to turn off, you know, and, and, um, you know, when you come home and, and, and you're still kind of like in that, in that mode a little bit, it is hard to turn off, you know, it is hard, you know, but you, you know, that's something that, that, that I still need to work on sometimes because even, even with my kids, you know, I want to be as disciplined as I can with them because I want them to, I want them to have that same mentality too, you know, and the only way I know how to do that is, is just to do it in front of them. And, and but, you know, listen, they're, they're young and, and um, they still need to be kids. And I still need to recognize that sometimes too. And um, you know, but listen, at the end of the day, I do still think it's going to serve them well, you know, mm-hmm. the verdict will still be out for that until they become teenagers. And I get to see, you know, how they make decisions for themselves, but um, you just, you know, you do the best what you can with it, but yeah. I think structure is a good thing. And I think mm-hmm. right now in this, in this, in this current environment, in this world, I think you understand and you can appreciate how, how much we we need structure in our lives, yeah. you know, and with this with this COVID stuff and how it's kind of thrown everything back in the house and and you're like, well, I'm not going to do my job today because I can't have this, and then my kids are home and I'm trying to get them on the computer for school and I'm doing this. I mean, oh yeah, and we got a, a two year old as well that's that that needs caring for too, and yeah. so structure is very important for kids and um, and for us as well. You know, we need that too, and and um, I think it's highlighted so much more now that 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 we're in this little day and age where structure is a little bit off right now and and uh, we can appreciate you know when we go back to work and have those nine to fives again and, and feel like we're doing something uh positive and and productive and meaningful more so than what we feel like now yeah no doubt man one of the things that you just said that you know parenting's hard man it is the greatest thing in life no doubt but the hardest thing i mean i think i apologize to my kids a hundred times no 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 you need to apologize to your parents yeah i do that too i have have more and more respect for my parents every single day uh but so i heard something recently just made so much sense because i always feel like i'm trying to come up with the right things to say to my kids or teach them lessons and uh they said more, more is caught than taught and so they, 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 they see you and you, you alluded to it. You try to, to show them and, and not mm-hmm. tell them. And I think you did that in your, as a pro yeah. as well, like people knew that you were one of the first ones there. I think I probably, when I was there in Colorado, I beat you, but um, <laughs> you were one of the first ones at the stadium, you know, and yeah. uh, it just showed in your career. Uh, to transition back a little bit to the, the game sure. now, retirement, you're a little bit of a rarity. In the sense that, like, I've always said, most pro athletes don't retire in their own terms. I certainly didn't. And yeah. you, you chose to walk away. And so as you walk away, why did you really retire? And um, did you want to coach? Or was that just something that was easy to transition to and was there? 
and you took it sort of thing or did, was there much thought around that i told you man i knew this COVID thing was going to happen it was going to be a terrible year and yeah, this would be a great time to retire you know no um listen everything's about opportunity too you know mm-hmm. and i think um you know staying staying on and and um building this thing still with with nashville it's been fun the last two years growing it from the usl from a new franchise in the usl to a new franchise in mls and to be a part of that was something that you know i i said listen you know i could go play another couple of years but what's the point would it be um you know with the team or would it be with with um you know another usl team or or you know playing as number one what would that look like number two number three somewhere what like what does that look like like do do i want to do that um opportunity man you know and that's that's one of the things like i told you you know it's 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 you want to be in control of everything you can and you want to put yourself in in good situations to succeed and and the transition was great because the past two years I've been doing both, you know, mm-hmm. and even knowing before we were even going to have an MLS team, I took it with Gary, you know, I took it with Gary and then it came into, Oh, we're going to get an MLS team. I said, Oh, okay. Well, let's just keep going with it and see where it goes. You know? And I think you always got to reevaluate year after year and, and what you're doing, especially as you get older, you know, as opportunities come your way, people call you for different things. Hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? Maybe, but we'll see, we'll see where this goes. And, um, opportunity came up to stay on and and um and work with a guy i know work with building this thing and and um yeah it's been um it's been great so far and and um it's it's still a work in progress and i mean it sounds crazy but we're only three games in yeah (laughs) so you know so um congrats on the results last night too yeah yeah it was um you know, I don't know if you guys knew, but we uh, we literally flew in uh, the day of the game yesterday. So we got there about three o'clock, went straight to the hotel, had a pregame meal. Guys went back to their rooms for about an hour, came back down, um, did video, went straight to the stadium, played the game, came right back. We got in about two in the morning last night, and uh, guys are back in there this morning from about ten to one doing regen. So it's been um, it's been That's a crazy. crazy yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. And I think, um, you know, it just goes to sh- – I mean, Diff, can you imagine doing that as a player? Like, yeah, yeah that would have been hard. Yeah, exactly. They've never done it before. They've never flown in a day of a game and had to play in 116-degree weather, um, you know, with the with the heat index down in Dallas and fly back. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, won, I, right? As one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. won. It, it was our first victory for, for our uh, franchise. Yeah. Um, it just couldn't be a better moment just from, you know, all the setbacks we had this year. You know, we had, you know, new franchise, new group. We play the first two games. Bam. It's just done. You know, we're not doing anything for about a month and a half. And then we get back into this, you know, trying to do a group training, um, no contact, all that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, and then and then it's to prepare for the, for the uh, Orlando tournament. And then we get down to Orlando tournament and we find out we test positive. We can't participate in the in the in the tournament. Now we go back home. We get quarantined, and the guys are off for 14 days doing nothing. So now we got to get them going again. And 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 I mean, we were saying, man, we need to get seven guys to play 90 minutes tomorrow night. I mean, that's going to be hard to do for the game. We're trying to think. Hopefully, they can do it. You know, but Dallas was in the same boat as well. But I just yeah. think as a new franchise, it's harder. You know, we have new group of players. Dallas has been set up, and you know, it's been. Um, 
yeah, it was a great win. We got we got a quick turnaround playing them Sunday again, so we got to do the exact same thing on Sunday. So we'll see where it goes. Well, I got no excuses now. No excuses. No excuses. But that was the whole thing. We said, listen, we got excuses, brother. I mean, we got every excuse in the book right now. Really? You guys you guys uh, haven't played competitive football in how long? Who cares? Let's just go out and play. Let's just go out and yeah. play and have fun, man. Just compete. Enjoy the competition. You know, at the end of the day, you know, just for one another, uh, stay disciplined in everything we do. And, you know, it showed last night it was a, it was a typical Gary win, you know. It was – one nil, gritty, gutsy, whatever you want to call it. Um, came out with the victory, first victory of the franchise, first shutout for the franchise in MLS. So you know we we feel good about it. We're going to celebrate it and then move on. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. How, how is uh, you know I know one of the things with with transition, especially when you're not always knowing what the next step may be. You mentioned you mentioned Gary. Uh, you played for Gary in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and then last year in, in Nashville, how was making the transition to the coaching ranks full time, knowing you had Gary to champion you, you had a strong relationship, you've known him for a while, a number of years as a player and as a player coach. How, how, mm -hmm. how was making that transition uh, more easy or more successful or being able to stand up in a strong way uh, coming into this year? Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, you know what, what goes a long way is um, at the end of the day, um, I consider him my boss, right? Um, but him having the trust in me mm -hmm. is such a big thing for me to, yeah. to allow me to, to, to make decisions, to speak my mind, um, to, to, to allow my input, to, um, just have conversations. You know, if I, if I said, Hey, this is the scenario I, I, I have going on, what would you do if it was two field players? This is what I would do. Okay. Fair enough. Now, I'll take his opinion on things, but then I'll make my own decision, and he respects yeah. that. And I think that goes a long way to allow me to, to be myself, um, to knowing that I know he trusts me and he trusts me to make the decisions on things. And, and um, you know, it, it does. It goes a long way. You know, it's like, you know, um, it's like your dad saying, like, there you go, brother. Here's, here's the keys of my, you know, 69 Mustang. Um, have fun tonight with your girlfriend when you're 16. Oh yeah, dad's allowing me to do that. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So he trusts me now. Yeah. Now it's 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 my job to lose. It's my job. Am I going to get this car again? Well, it's going to all decide on what's how I bring the car back and when I bring the car back and what shape or form in. And uh, you know, it's it's um, it's been fun. You know, I I know the way Gary works, which which helps a lot for mm -hmm. for me and what he wants out of out of his positions and his daily culture and, and, um, you know, it's, 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 it's work, man. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it, he's a different type of character. Um, he works in a different way. Um, but, um, then, than some others that I've, that I've been a part of, but, um, yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good transition. And, and, uh, we have Steve Guppy who's yeah. the assistant coach and Brett Jacobs and we have John Ireland. So a lot of you guys are old Colorado guys have already known. So it, it feels good to 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 work with these guys and understand how they tick on a daily basis. So it's it's a it's been it's been easy in that respect, I would say. So, Diff, I'm getting fired up just listening to you. And for all those listening, me and uh, Matt used to call each other Diff. Um, so <laughs> Diff, he was a country singer. I don't know how it came about. We just started calling each other Diff. But I was actually just sitting here getting pumped up listening to you talk, man. So if yeah. you're gonna be all of a coach, man. I think one of the things that's really undervalued for pro athletes is 
Um, and you talked about it a lot is, is experience, right? So traveling mm -hmm. the world, meeting, going all over the world, playing soccer and meeting people and then playing with and against people from all over the world. It just opens your eyes, yeah. opens your outlook. It, it grows you as a person and as a hundred percent. And I think that's the greatest thing that I took, I take away from the game. And so, man, you're going to be a hell of a coach. The best is yet to come, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. And that's one of the things, too, that, like, um, people really probably don't understand because soccer is such a cultural sport, more so than any other sport in the U.S., um, that we get to meet so many people from different countries, different languages, different backgrounds, how they're raised. Um, it, you know, it's, 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 it's a very good thing. It's a very good thing, in my opinion, to, to be able to do that to where – you know, people that aren't exposed to that might might be uncomfortable doing that. But we've 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 been able to to work with people um, from different countries, different backgrounds, and different faiths that that you know we just know how to how how to um, be like chameleons in a way, and 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 be able to talk with this group and talk with that group and work towards a common goal. And you know, and that's that's something that you know the world's headed in that, 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 that makes us um, ahead of the game a little bit here in this country. And um, something that I take pride in that, that, that I'm thankful for too, that I'm able to be exposed to that, you know, that, that many people in this country don't get to. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, dude, we've loved, I mean, I, one of the hardest things about this process is, is being able to keep things within under 45 minutes or an hour. Cause I'm seeing yeah. old friends like you were my roommate, man. Like we used to, you know, wake up together and stuff. And uh, man, you're just a you're a great guy. And you're you know one of the things I'm passionate about these days is being more than an athlete. I mean, that's one of the things that I've always respected about you is I felt that like I never felt like you really you took it super serious, right? And, and did everything you needed to, but you didn't find your complete identity and your performance. And uh, I just love that about you, man, because I struggled with that mightily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's um, you know, we're all we're all trying to navigate your career, your life, you know, and as as much as you can, you know, uh, compartmentalize and, and and focus on one thing and then go to the next and focus on one thing and go to the next. You know, it's 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 an art and it's a hard thing to do. But you know, I've always I've always took pride in like trying to do the best I can you know what I mean it's not it's not necessarily going to mean that I'm going to be the highest elite athlete goalkeeper in the world but it just means that I'm going to have a chance it's going to, I'm going to have a chance to succeed I'm going to have a chance to take this seriously because it is our job it is a game at the end of the day but it's your job too you know and that's and that's um you know it's one thing where you you have to take it seriously but you can't take it too seriously if that makes it you know it, it it's a balance. It's a balance. Because at the end of the day, it is just a game. It is just a game. But you have to know when to step on and when to step off and when to take a breather and when to, you know, push on a little bit more and, and, and squeeze the neck a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's more of an instinct thing and, and uh, trying, to, tr trying to work hard with everything that you've got in front of you, you know, just, just deal with the crap and um, push through it, push through it. No That's doubt, it. man. Well, we love you, brother. Thanks so much for joining us, man. We know that you provide a lot of value and a lot of insight to, to, to people, to, to what it's like for an athlete to transition, to, to be a pro athlete, not to be a coach. And um, sure. I think I might, I might have a new favorite team, man. Yeah, man. You better, Nashville. Come on. <laughs>
Yeah. So, you better, man. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Hopefully we get to see each other soon at some point once this yeah. all goes away, if it yeah. ever does. <laughs> We're going to crush it soon, man. I love you, brother. Yep. Go work those kids in the Appreciate shed, it. right? All right, brother. I'm going to go do it right now. I got the bungees out back. I'm going to run them. So. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thanks for All having right. me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate Love it. Man. Later. See you, guys. Thanks, brother. Thank you for listening to The Shift Podcast, where we are assisting athletes through successful transition in sport as well as in life. We would love for you to subscribe, share the podcast, as well as leave a review. Remember, change is one of the only things in life that are guaranteed. Will you be ready?